0: I'm Jeff Gibson.
1: And I'm Shanna Paxton.
0: And we are the, the Movie, movie Lovers. Lovers. Welcome. Hello. To the official podcast of the Gibson Review. And this episode is our review episode. Whenever we review a movie, We first talk about the good, what worked best about a movie, what were its strengths, what did we like about a movie, and then move on to the bad, what were its weaknesses, flaws, what was shit about a movie. Then we weigh whether or not the good outweighs the bad, and give it a grade, and then talk about spoilers and final thoughts. This time, the movie is Super Mario Brothers Movie.
1: if you know who I am. But I'm about to rule the world. Wow uh, Yay, but there's one problem. There's a human has a mustache just like you. <laughs> Do you think I know every human being with a mustache wearing an identical outfit with a hat with the letter of his first name on it?
0: <laughs> because I don't.
1: <laughs> Bowser is coming. Together, we are going to stop that monster. How? look at us. We're adorable!
0: Oh, I got this. No problem. Ah.
1: Whoa. Yes! Whoa. Come on, Mario! Our big adventure begins now! Ah, get it off, get it off, get it off! There's a huge universe
0: out there. Of a lot of galaxies. They're all counting on us.
1: Starium! No pressure.
0: That's from the trailer to the Super Mario Brothers movie. This is an animated film from Illumination. Did I say that right? Illumination.
1: I don't see why not.
0: Okay. I figured you would know. You don't have the
1: minion accent. Illumination.
0: Yeah. It is directed by. Horvath, who previously directed Teen Titans Go to the movies and uh, oh, fun. a few episodes of Teen Titans Go and also directed by we have three directors on this film, uh, believe it or not. Michael Jelinek, who previously directed an episode of Teen Titans Go And Pierre Leduc, who previously worked as an animator for a bunch of movies, especially with Illumination, Uh, The Minions, Despicable Me 2, the first one, the third one. Secret Life of Pets, The Grinch, all these kinds of Illumination movies. Mm-hmm. He, This is his directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, technically, the directorial debut of two out of three. Written by Matthew Fogel, who is uh, best known for writing the Lego Movie 2, Minions, The Rise of Gru, Big Mama's Like Father, Like Son. So I think he's kind of worked his way up. <laughs> It stars Chris Pratt as Mario, Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach, Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, Carrie Payton as the Penguin King, Kevin Michael Richardson as Comic, Uh, and let's see, anybody else, John DiMaggio played Uncle Arthur, Keegan-Michael Key played Toad, and Fred Armisen plays Cranky Khan, and Seth Rogen plays Donkey Kong. That's Sorry,
1: was Ken Arthur the Penguin?
0: Uh, No, Penguin King. Uh, Carrie oh. Payton played him.
1: Oh, okay.
0: All right, so the plot of the film is... This really thin on IMDb. The story of the Super Mario Brothers on their journey through the Mushroom Kingdom. So basically the Mario Brothers, they have their plumbing business. They get sucked into the Mushroom Kingdom on accident while trying to fix a leak in Brooklyn. And Like a
1: massive issue in Brooklyn. Yes. They're going to save Brooklyn. Like a
0: flooding issue of the sewers. And they accidentally get sucked into the Mushroom Kingdom. And it's a whole new world they have to discover. And Mario gets swept up in an adventure involving saving the Mushroom Kingdom. All right, Shanna, so tell us a little bit about your familiarity and background with the Mario Brothers, and to what extent did you have any anticipation for this movie?
1: I am a huge Mario Brothers fan. I love playing the games. I It's always super soothing to hear that music and I I have a lot of fun with the game. Um, usually if it's difficult to bond with a kiddo, then that's a good way to bond with them. Mm. I prefer the Super Super Mario Brothers game that came out when the Wii came out. That's like my favorite one. Was
0: that the Galaxy? No. Okay. Then you lost me. Okay,
1: right. <laughs> Super
0: Oh, it was like new Super Mario Brothers, right? Yeah. Okay, I remember that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was a that was a lot of fun. I actually want to go play it now. Mm. So maybe we can wrap this up mm. so I can go play.
0: Yeah, share your thoughts and and and. Uh... Yeah.
1: Bye. So long, sucker. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> so, I it's a it's a movie of a video game, right? So I didn't have very high expectations. Uh, when my brother and I were growing up, we used to be a fan of the Mario Brothers movie. Really. Um, when we were growing. The live up, action one. When we were growing up uh-huh. is what I'm saying to you. Uh huh.
0: You were like five and then we got when I Yeah,
1: and then we got older, and we were like, oh, no, this is bad.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So, shame. Poor Mario Brothers. Mm. And then I got to watch the show with you.
0: The Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yeah, that one right. was really great. Mm.
1: So, kept my expectations low, because it's video game to movie. You never know. Mm. And I, it exceeded anything I would have imagined. What so, was
0: good about it?
1: You know, they incorporated the music very well, so it felt like I was playing. It felt like I was smiling and laughing most of the time. The music was really great. The characters were awesome. I like what they did with Peach. And the voice talents were well chosen. You know, you never know with um, something like Chris Pine. Yeah. So. Oh, no, Chris Pratt. It's Pratt. I knew it was wrong. So you never know with Chris Pratt like, what you're going to get. And it actually turned out to be pretty cool, and I liked what they did in the beginning. In the beginning, they kind of spoke with a very thick uh, Mario, Luigi accents, and then it you know... Thick
0: Italian accent. Thick Italian.
1: Yeah. I just wasn't sure if it was, like, pure Italian or not. I wasn't sure. They addressed it in know. the movie, even. Okay, I wouldn't know. You know, and then they kind of, like, were this.
0: So the, the score, I should note is by brian tyler he incorporated some of the original uh, pieces of music from the video games this guy has done a lot 141 other films including scream 6 which you saw uh, not that long ago he also did the scores to the previous scream film fast and furious movies the charlie's angel remake ready or not crazy rich asians he's done a lot of scores i don't know if there's any of them that you would actually remember necessarily uh, avengers age of ultron but yeah so it's worth uh giving him credit for what you're talking about incorporating all that video game music too
1: great um and i liked how the story unfolded all of the ways that they incorporated the different elements of Mario Brothers made sense and happened at appropriate times. So I was very pleased with it.
0: So I did not grow up the, with the video games in the sense that one might normally expect. We were not allowed to have consoles when I was so growing weird. up. We were computer Uh, game people Mm -hmm. my dad at the time uh and and apparently well to an extent sort of um he thought that computer games were superior to anything that you would plug into your tv Hmm. and so we were denied all that the only exposure i had to nintendo really aside from it just being in the culture and on tv a lot you know and being advertised was any friend i might have that might have Mm. You know uh a video game and i remember super mario brothers 3 being a particularly a big release um and then pretty much every release from super mario brothers 3 onward was a major release super mario 64 and before that super mario world um all of that was a uh, kind of a big deal if you're into nintendo mm-hmm. and so even tangentially like Mario Brothers was always been a, a constant presence in my life yeah. um even if I wasn't directly like a part of it you know the Super Mario Brothers Super Show was part of my childhood so I got to experience it through that and and of course the movie as well which uh, was weird uh and it was very much of the time where like movie studios didn't fully trust the IP that they were adapting and they felt like they needed to change a lot of it.
1: Probably shouldn't have tried in the first place.
0: Yeah, probably not. (laughs) Uh, So when I heard about this movie a couple years Mm -hmm. ago, probably I was hopeful. I was very optimistic. I was very hopeful because I knew that it was going to be animated and I knew that that was the best way to do it. Yeah. And, I thought that in today's world, first of all, video game movies have gotten better and more and more faithful to the IP that they're based on, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were fans of Tomb Raider from a few years ago uh, and, and... We've been watching Last of Us. We talked about Last of Us, not that I think in the previous episode. And there's other uh, recent video game based properties that we've been uh, fans of. You love Witcher, which I think is originally a video game. Yeah, but game. I don't
1: know anything about the video game.
0: But that show has been hugely successful, and you're a fan.
1: Other people seem to be a fan of it, so.
0: hmm So anyway, it seemed like this the time was right to do justice to super mario brothers and animated definitely made me excited there is a big kerfuffle about chris pratt being cast as mario and i'm one... yeah when the
1: voice actor for mario is actually still around that's what i understood
0: oh well yeah. that okay i didn't hear that as much as the problem as much as like people were like a, it's Chris Pratt, and B, why not someone Italian? All this sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, it is an opportunity and, for Italians to shine.
0: And why is it somebody um, who sounds so different than the video game and all this sort of stuff? And I reserved judgment before I saw the movie. I, it's not something that I got my feathers ruffled about. because To me, like, I mean, there's so many examples through history of people being cast as a character that people just didn't see as being that character. Mm -hmm. and and then when the movie comes out people are fine with it or if not in love with it you know so Mm -hmm. i didn't make a big deal out of it and you know what i think it's fine i think it works i think they address the whole voice thing as well in the movie like you can't you literally can't have 90 minutes of someone sounding like how they sound in the video game. Like you just can't. That's terrible. That would sound terrible. If not annoying. Like, uh, uh, and and then they also talk about, as you mentioned, like the, uh, you know, the, the exaggerated Italian accent, you know, people would be kind of pissy about that too. You know? So no, no matter what, someone's going to be pissy, especially in this day and age. (laughs) Sure. so i was fine with it and it, i didn't even give it a second thought after 20 minutes into the movie i think this movie if, if this would be virtually impossible to have happened but if this movie came out sometime in the 90s after let's say super mario world and after mario 64 came out i think people would have lost their shit yeah. About, like, be- because this movie is so faithful
1: mm-hmm. to
0: the IP. Like, if you grew up with any of those games up to that point, yeah. Like, you're you're gonna love this movie, and I think back then, like, people would have just lost their minds at how how good this movie is. I think it it almost felt like they took a whiteboard and they just kind of made a bullet point list of everything that is iconic about a super Mario brothers game or the games or the franchise or what have you. Mm -hmm. And tried to figure out how to make a story that incorporates those things. So I I think like there are definitely some elements that Mm -hmm. aren't in the movie, Mm -hmm. but I think like, All the major things are, if not in the movie, referenced in the movie.
1: Yeah, this has got a ton of Easter eggs. And I don't mean the eggs that you hunt for that have candy in them. Because that's what my mother thought. Um, (laughs) I had to explain to her, no, it's like references to things from different parts of the franchise. And I I mean, this is the kind of movie that you could pause Mm -hmm. to find all those things. It was on posters. It was on walls. It was on Particularly advertising. Particularly
0: in the Brooklyn scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So really freaking cool.
0: Yes. Yes. I, I think, like, the the voice casting's pretty good. I think Anya Taylor-Joy is is really great. She's as a
1: perfect peach.
0: She is. I yeah. agree. I think Jack Black as Bowser really surprised me because... I knew that he was playing Bowser, but as I was listening to him through the first act of the movie, I did not hear Jack Black.
1: No, neither did I.
0: It wasn't until something that Bowser does later on in the movie where I got the full Jack Black experience <laughs> and it was like undeniably him.
1: Mm-hmm. That's uh, quite fantastic. Yes. Nice way to break that character up a little bit.
0: Mm. And then, you know, I really liked, I didn't recognize Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, but I really liked him as Toad. Seth Rogen was, like, undeniably Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. I didn't know that he played Donkey Kong. When I
1: heard that laugh, I was yeah. like, oh, my God, that's Seth.
0: I I, I think it's interesting <laughs> so that they incorporated that laugh in, in the character.
1: I feel like it's almost a brand requirement. <laughs> like, "Whoa, well, how are people going to know it's me?
0: It isn't how i would normally think of that character but Mm -hmm. it it works it works fine Mm -hmm. in in the context of the movie so i think all of that is absolutely fine Uh, and i think that honestly ultimately this movie was fun it -hmm. was an absolute blast as someone who anybody who grew up with the video games uh, for a significant amount of time in any capacity, I think, is going to enjoy this movie and have fun with it. So, Shanna,
1: were there, on that note, any issues you had with the film? Yeah, I had one issue. There's an opportunity to deal with some male toxicity. And what they do is they show the male toxicity behavior, but they don't actually deal with it. So I would have preferred if something just got said that wasn't so superficial it wasn't or, or rather it wasn't so like no i'm not doing that as like damsel distressy hmm. as it was like i would have preferred a nice sentence you're referring to bowser like, right and yeah he all of a sudden feels like oh he's so in love with peach and he wants to marry her yeah but he's never had a conversation with her and he's like you need to marry me and if you don't marry me i'm going to ruin your life and all the people around you more specifically. So there's this very manipulative, very bad behavior that, that has the opportunity to educate a whole generation of like, here's how you can deal with it. And they don't. Well, I mean,
0: it's literally the bad guy saying these things. I didn't, I actually thought that that was a strength of the movie. I actually didn't think of it as a weakness because in the video, first of all, it deals with the whole concept of like in every practically every Mario Brothers game, the plot is that Bowser um, steals Peach. And yeah, but I
1: never know why
0: Mario needs to take, uh, try to save Peach. Sure. And like it, it, it kind of asks the question: Well, why would why would Bowser do that? Why would Bowser? Why be would Bowser
1: kidnap a woman? Princess
0: a Peach. Princess? Peach? And and he's not that far off from that in the Super Mario Brothers show Super Show also like he um, if I recall correctly maybe people can fire up their keyboards and correct me but like I believe he has he he has an interest in Princess Peach too and so for me it was just like drawing that out to a logical conclusion of like. He wants to marry Princess Peach. And if he can't marry Princess Peach, he'll destroy the Mushroom Kingdom. It was a very typical villain plot to me. And, it, and I thought it worked given the history of the video game franchise.
1: I'm not saying that Bowser throwing a tantrum is an issue if he doesn't get to marry Peach. Mm. What should have been said is just a simple line like, when he goes to her and he's like, I want to marry you uh, or I'll ruin your life, mm-hmm. she could have at least said, we don't even know each other. We haven't even had a conversation. Mm. No, I'm not marrying you.
0: Mm. I thought she did what, say something no, like, we just like met that. or whatever.
1: No, it wasn't like that. Okay. No, all Maybe right. People can fire up their keyboards and go off at me without <laughs> paying attention. But that, like that should have been addressed. Mm. It not being addressed like that at all, I think is a little harmful. Really? Look, yes, I do think it's harmful. You've got majority of that theater is going to be little boys and young young boys and men
0: but the example isn't mario doing these things it's bowser it doesn't matter if
1: they get rejected then maybe they feel like they're bowser something should have been said that would have made it logically sound
0: hmm you know it's interesting because i was thinking about a comment someone i know made about bowser's whole plot and saying like oh he's an incel And uh, I had to promptly look up the definition of incel. Oh,
1: thank you. Yes, do share that with me. (laughs)
0: Because it apparently is not what I thought it was.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) Because I don't know why. I mean, it's a a fairly new term for me. And I, I, for some reason, associated it with people who are kind of like MAGA hat wearing, ultra conservatives who, you know, that kind of thing. And apparently, it's actually a member of an online community of young men who consider themselves unable to attract women sexually, typically associated with views that are hostile toward women and men who are sexually active. Um, hey,
1: um, that sounds cool. Well, sounds we, like I'm not completely off in my interpretation of this. I
0: guess... To me, I'm kind of... My thought is, do we really need to, like side-eye every little thing? Because I feel like...
1: Yeah, let me tell you why we need to side-eye this. Okay. Because this is one of the oldest video games. This has got one of the biggest video game followings. It's the most accessible if you think about it. In that it's fairly... There's a, there's enough game types within it. I don't know what the terminology is. That it makes it like, hey, if I want to play a racing game, I'm going to play a Mario racing game. If I want to play... A Tetris-looking game, I'm going to do Dr. Mario.
0: Or golf. Whatever, yeah. you mm-hmm. know?
1: And so when the culture that makes up something like that keeps rejecting girls and women, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you need to actually check yourself and do something that's going to balance it out. Yes, have a bad guy. I'm not saying don't have a bad guy. This is a legitimate issue. Hmm. You know, this is a legitimate character that can live in our world. And exhibit these behaviors. Not necessarily like I'm going to kidnap this girl and marry her. Although I'm sure that does happen. You do need to say something. Because people, young children are looking up to this film. And you just need a sentence. That's Mm. all I'm asking for. I'm not asking for a thesis. Mm. I just want a sentence.
0: Okay. So that was an issue for you. Uh, Myself, I feel like the fact that it's coming from the villain. And it's a villain plot. It speaks for itself. So it doesn't bother me. Was there anything else that you thought were issues or weaknesses in the film?
1: No, I, I can't think of anything else at this time. It was just that that really stuck out at me.
0: I think that this is a movie that doesn't as, in, aspire to change the world. It doesn't aspire to change your world view about anything. It doesn't aspire to tug your heartstrings it just aspires to be a good movie based on the video game that captures the feeling and fun of the video games and i think it, ca- it accomplishes that pretty adequately overall so for myself the good definitely outweighs the bad i didn't have- i expected if anything there, the jokes would fall flat or there would be some something about it that would be a weakness. Uh, and I didn't experience anything like that. Does the good outweigh the bad for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: What do you rate the film out of 10? A 9. A 9 out of 10, even with your, your issue.
1: Yeah, because everything else was great.
0: I give the movie a seven out of ten. Oh,
1: okay.
0: I think uh, it, it's it's not cinematic greatness, but it is a fun experience, and I think it it accomplishes everything it sets out to do. And mm-hmm. I I do look forward to future possibilities, which I like to speak yeah. about in spoilers here. Before we get to that. If you haven't seen the film Super Mario Brothers, the movie, we do recommend. I thought you were
1: going to say move along. (laughs) No, no. Yeah. yeah.
0: We do recommend seeing the movie. Uh, Go see it. Check back. Listen to our spoilers discussion. If you have seen the movie, join us as we talk a a few specifics and, and other things about the Super Mario Brothers movie starting. Now, okay, so
1: I'm very curious to hear what we have in spoilers. Well,
0: okay, so the big I, I, first of all, the thing that Bowser does where I'm like, oh, there's Jack Black, is he sings. He he sings to himself. Oh, he yeah. comes up to these with these songs that <laughs> only are he could do, expressions of his Obsession? affection and pining, Obsession. pining for Peach. And it is pretty funny. And especially when he gets interrupted.
1: (laughs) It's it's pretty sad.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But that's when it's like, oh, this is full on Jack Black right here.
1: Yeah.
0: I liked how, while I've never seen or played the game and I've heard it's an excellent game. I got the impression that there are shades of or hints of Luigi's Mansion. In this movie, when Luigi gets separated and he's on his own, oh okay. Because like my understanding is like a I he that
1: one.
0: He ends up in a, a castle or a mansion type thing that's haunted, and he's he's a big scaredy cat. And I I don't think like it, it specifically adapts that, but you get shades of it with him a being a scaredy cat and like things being kind of scary and and. And he does end up in a similar type building. Mm. You know, I love like little things like that throughout the game. You get the Mario carts and it's especially Mario has his iconic cart and they figure out how to adapt that, where that would fit into the world, why that would be a thing. Why Donkey Kong would be even be, in, you know, I mean, like, I was surprised that Donkey Kong was even in the movie, you know, because like
1: there were hints of it before we even saw him on like a poster or something. I can't remember what it was, but it was pretty cool.
0: I did not notice that, but I did notice the Jumpman arcade game in the pizzeria, mm. which was like, if I remember correctly, it was Punch Out Pizza. And they had, like, on the wall, all the Punch-Out characters as as boxing stars. So fun. Which is cool. Very,
1: like, life documentary style.
0: The uh, Jumpman, of course, is a reference to what Mario was originally called in Donkey Kong, Mm -hmm. the original Donkey Kong game. And that's the only way that they were originally related, aside from Donkey Kong showing up in the Mario Kart games, right? Mm -hmm. Because Donkey Kong was not ever in any of the regular Super Mario games, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So, I mean, not that I'm aware of.
0: Right. Okay. I've so, only
1: played so many.
0: So it's kind of cool because you do get some of Donkey Kong Country in this as characters from Donkey Kong Country show up in Jungle Land. Is that what it's called?
1: I don't know.
0: I think why I want to call it Jungle Land. Um, so all that was really cool. And I just feel like there's all these little nuggets throughout the movie, little nods and things. And... I guess the, the question to ask, unless you had anything else you specifically wanted to address that happened after the twenty minute mark that's not in, in trailers. I'm looking here now. The projected weekend gross for opening weekend for the Super Mario Brotherhood movie is two hundred four point six million dollars domestically, three hundred and seventy seven point six worldwide. So I think it's pretty likely we're going to get a sequel from this movie. What would you like to see in it?
1: Well, there was references to several levels. I, I There were maybe one or two levels that weren't represented that could be. We could either keep exploring the world or we could move into something else. Mm-hmm. But I don't <laughs> they, know all the games.
0: They so. even referenced Galaxy.
1: How did they do that?
0: Uh... It, <sighs> Princess Peach literally says something about like there being all these different galaxies or something like that.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then we have infinite potential, don't we? Hmm. I
0: think the logical step from here would be to introduce Wario and Waluigi. Oh yeah. As the main conflict. What is
1: Waluigi?
0: It's Luigi. It's the, you know, it's the same thing, but Luigi, you know, mm-hmm. um, he he's like a bad guy version of Luigi, just like um, Wario is a bad guy version of Mario. Okay. I don't remember where they come from. I, if I've ever heard, I don't recall what their origin is, but I, it, it feels like that would be like of all the things that's not in the movie currently, like that's one of the f- few other icons, and Yoshi.
1: Yeah, we. I thought Yoshi was going to join us, the pink one, but we just saw them kind of stampede mm. away. It was nice to see them, but I guess that would have been too much. it, so was, it would at, be great to see Yoshi.
0: Yeah, it was nice to at, at least acknowledge the existence of whatever the hell they're called, but... I would think like actually incorporating Yoshi somehow would make sense in a sequel because like that's one of the only other iconic characters or or any icons of the game that wasn't represented in this film or Mm -hmm. or appear in this film that and Wario. Uh, What what else do you think is like an iconic aspect of the property that? you think you'd like to see in the, in another movie
1: I think you're right about Yoshi maybe like other mushrooms like the one mushroom that makes him absolutely giant oh like, yeah I really like that mushroom mm-hmm. um, and it didn't come by very often <laughs> so it might be nice to stumble upon that
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it would be nice to get more time with Luigi because it, it really wasn't about Luigi <laughs> true and I get it it's Mario's time to shine but that would be nice. He was
0: definitely a B-plot, and he got kind of entangled in the yeah. main conflict.
1: So that would be cool. I would. I want to know more about the Penguin King. <laughs> I, I want to spend time with him. He's fantastic. Like, when he was freaking out in the cage when the star was oh, yeah, yeah. embracing absolute darkness.
0: Right, <laughs> and yeah. And dark
1: thoughts. I love... You see? And again, just a sentence, you know? Like... <laughs> The King Penguin just, like, freaking out about, like, why would you say that? What is wrong mm-hmm. with
0: you? Yeah, and I'm, I'm not familiar with that character. <laughs> Lumalee is what you're talking about, uh, voiced by Juliet Jelinek. And, I, yeah, I'm not familiar with that character. I couldn't even tell you what game that character came from. But, boy, yeah, that was some uh, <laughs> dark humor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. A little scary.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking from from here, uh, from this movie. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to speak to regarding uh, this film?
1: I, I really loved what they did with the Peach character. I love that she was this empowered, very capable. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm just not playing the right games where she gets to be <laughs> the main character. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I read one review where they're like, all these years, like, why did I even bother saving Peach? She could save herself.
1: That's really funny. You know,
0: <laughs> she she was great, and I I do think that only, only Taylor Joy was uh, a, a a very well cast as that character. She absolutely worked, and and she wasn't a character or a voice that really stood out as, you know, that person. You know, mm. she kind of blended well with the character too. So
1: which I think you have to do. Um, I also like that everything was really well contained in their world. You know, mm. it wasn't like we were trying to go beyond what we needed to. So I don't really have any other thoughts.
0: All right, very good. So those are that's our review of the Super Mario Brothers movie. What did you think of the film? Anything you agree or disagree with? I and mean, feel free to share your thoughts and. The Gibson Review at gmail.com all right shannon that about does it for this episode before we talk about the next episode why don't you share with people where they can find you online
1: you can find me on instagram at shannon paxton photography and you can find me on flick spell spellbinding a
0: go to thegibsonreview.com i don't quite have that lynn shelton article up yet like i hoped Life kind of got in the way. Hopefully this week that will be the case, but you will find that article at thegibsonreview.com. You can keep apprised of such things as well as future episodes of The Movie Lovers on facebook.com slash thegibsonreview and Instagram, thegibson99. I do bracket polls at the uh, Instagram account, we most recently did Your Favorite 1995 Movie and 7 One. 7 was your choice as Your Favorite 1995 Movie. Not a big surprise there, I think. That's a great choice. Uh, keep an eye out there uh, to join in on more fun and future bracket polls. Next time on The Movie Lovers, we will be... Changing gears to TV. We will be talking.
1: Finally, it's my time to shine.
0: We'll be counting down our 12 favorite TV shows. It's a lot of research there. Some hard decisions will be made from a lifetime of watching TV, I'm sure, for both of us. So it'll be very interesting to see what we were able to boil it down to. That will drop on Tuesday, April 18th. Until then, keep loving the movies. This is Jeff and Shannon saying... Bye-bye.